Welcome to the Average Joe Theology Show. My name is Levi Sanders. My name is Hunter Harrison. And my name is Shay Schaefer. We're back. Here we go. Yeah. How you boys been? How you boys been? Hunter? <sighs> Not too bad, man. Yeah. Just living life, you know. Are you upset over there? Just, Are you sad? You're not no. even doing He's nothing. sad, no. boy. <laughs> I was expecting you to say something first, as usual. You just had pals. You what should you be mean? in a good mood. What do you mean, say something first? Usually you always, like, start off saying something, and then I say something, and then, man, that got quiet. That was weird. Isn't that uh, what I just did, right? No, you were looking down just... Yeah, and I, I was, was like, uh, what are you doing, bro? Uh, I, was, I was looking <laughs> over the scripture. I can talk and look at the same time. I can multitask. Mm, sure, sure, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Chase? What have you been up to? Dude, okay, if I could tell you the amount of work that I've had to do this week, it's been absolutely insane. That's a good problem to have, though, it's right? It's been me and my uncle, and my uncle has been um, going out on deliveries, so it's like he's been he's been gone, so I'm at the shop, that my family runs, which is mm-hmm. literally by family. It's me, my brother, my uncle. <laughs> and so, dude, it's been so busy. Heck yeah, dude. And then uh, last week, it was funny. We only have one window guy. This is mm. so boring to all of our listeners. But we have one window guy. He was out on vacation Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So you have like 20, maybe 30 quotes that people are like, hey, man, I don't need that quote. And I'm like, uh, um, uh, I can't do nothing. Our window guy's uh, not here. <laughs> so on Monday, I felt terrible for that guy because I wrecked his life with so I'm many sure quotes. I'm sure Monday was rough. Yeah, that was a nightmare. But, hey, we got through it, and I'm here. And there you go, dude. Wednesday is always that day where I just have so much leading up to it. By the time that Wednesday is over after we're done mm. recording, You're I, can, just like, <sighs> I can rest for the rest of the week. Yeah, I, like I feel it. the same way. Mm-hmm. Prepping yeah. a lesson for Wednesday yeah. and studying for this. And yep. that's how I've been doing. I, I taught this Wednesday the, to the youth again. And, dude, yeah. after I taught, I was like, dude, all I got is the podcast. And literally, I feel so good that I'm just going to, like, after this is over, I can go home. And I don't have anything tomorrow. And I'm just going to rest. And then on nothing? Saturday. You don't yeah. even have to work tomorrow? No, I mean, I'm working. But after work, I don't have nothing. Mm. And then on Saturday, okay. I'm hiking Mount LeCant. There you go. Mm. Dude, I'm so It's a pretty good... Uh, so Pretty yeah, good little hike. Yeah, what about you, Levi? What about you? Oh, same old, same old. <laughs> I got to preach on Sunday. That was cool. Yeah, that was good. Um, Hunter, how did it go? What his, his sermon? Yes. Oh, it was horrible. I hated it. No, it, was <laughs> it was great. Go figure. It was phenomenal. <laughs> Wait, he was he there? Or was he? Yeah, he was there. He was maestro, <laughs> dude. Punch you. Oh, yeah, dude, I was man. running the sound booth, bro. Oh man, oh, putting man. in the work. You thought we were doing putting this you on before, blast, Hunter? You thought we were doing this before, but no, it's dirty. Oh, I know it'll never end. <laughs> it will. End. It will. It will. I promise you, the first time you show up, <laughs> it will end. Forever. We'll stop right there. Yeah, okay. I promise. No, I don't think so. It, it doesn't even matter what we do, Levi. I even it's, take you to Chick-fil-A. It's called conviction. That's what he'll have. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That's true. <laughs> Convicted by the Lord. <laughs> Whatever, I'm here now. Hunter, why are you so sad over there? I'm not, Let's get bro. back to that What are you topic. talking about? You had pals today. You should be fired up. I'm tired. Dude, I'm I am that. Pals. I am tired. Never had pals. You need to change that, my friend. Dude, it's so got everybody. You, you got to get you this. some Frenchie fries at least once. Okay, are they those thin straw ones? Yes, okay. I hate those. Nope. They're not the, no. You never had like these. Ste- are they like the steakhouse? Or, they're more um, like a McDonald's. They're more like a McDonald's fry. You've never had these. Okay. I will try them. Everybody does rave about them, so I'm They're not going to have trash on them. They because, are great. But I'm just like... Get you one of them peachy teas? Oh, yeah. Those are pretty good. Really? 
Mm-hmm. See, that's my thing. I'm nervous. I almost don't want to go because I feel like I'm going to go. Let's go. Because what time do they close, honey? 10. I don't think we can make We're it. We're not going to make that. Unless we left right now, we'd be getting in there on two wheels. Okay, we'll see you next week. No, I'm just <laughs> We no, we all looked at each other. If it was fifteen minutes earlier that we started this, <laughs> this podcast would have ended, y'all would have never heard any Honestly, of this. Yeah. We probably if, if it had been fifteen minutes earlier, we probably could have got there by what time is by nine forty five. What time is it? It's currently nine twenty. Okay. I thought there's it was no, actually nine. there's no way. Yeah, unless no, we wouldn't make unless it. there's a helicopter sitting out they in the parking at lot. Ten? Close at ten? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, there's no, no heck way. no. Eleven we could oh that'd be Where easy money. Where they at? Out in, in Jefferson City. Heck, no, I ain't going to <laughs> Jeff City. You went to Jeff City. Yes. Just for pals. Yes. That's the closest one. He drives there like at least three times a week. Two, yeah. <laughs> You're ridiculous. At least, at the very least once. I need to go. And if you don't live in the East Tennessee and don't know how far that is from where we live, that's like at 45 it's minutes, 45 an hour from where we live. He but drives just to get some pals. That is ridiculous, sir. Well, I mean, once you've had it once, man, you just... What's that Texas Whataburger? Dude, I had Whataburger. I was so disappointed. I was what, like, it wasn't uh, that good. It's not that good. I've I was never so had mad. It. Do it's you know decent. what I had? I went to the California before, one. But... What's the California one? Uh, I can't remember. In-N-Out? That's it's, the worst. Oh, in, I've never had In-N-Out. But In-N-Out sucks. Whataburger's not horrible, but it's not amazing. Than In-N-Out. It's not amazing. No, it's a better Hardee's. It's a Hardee's. Oh, my goodness. Whataburger no. is? No, 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 no. Yes. No. Yes. No. Same exact charcoal. Whataburger is way better than Hardee's. <laughs> Unless Hardee's, you're talking, okay, listen. Does Whataburger have breakfast stuff? Yeah, like biscuits I, yeah, and whatnot. I, think so, yeah. I sincerely no, they doubt don't. their biscuits are better because that's where Hardee's shine. No, no, no. We're not Hardee's talking about biscuits. Yeah, we're, we're not talking, talking about burgers. I know that, we're but I'm just saying, burgers. just don't talk too bad about Hardee's because they got good breakfast, dude. If uh, okay, if Hardee's could get rid of their whole menu and just serve breakfast all day, and they would be good. Dude, they should do that. But for some reason, they close their breakfast down at like 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. That's why they're shutting down half their Hardee's because nobody For likes real. the rest of their food. Yeah, it is Dude, trash. they will give away. No joke. I-, I loved their $5 deal. It was a double like cheeseburger with a cookie, fries, and a drink for $5. <laughs> Holy crap. How can you stay in business? Like, how is that possible? Because, You're giving away a lot there. Because you know that when you open up your store... At five thirty the next morning, there will be a line of retirees <laughs> waiting to come get Military. their biscuits and gravy and coffee every morning. Oh man, they're good. He's not wrong, yeah, dude. Their coffee is was about as bad as Chick Fil A's. Oh my goodness, you are <laughs> you are on one right now, dude. Chick Fil A's coffee is phenomenal. Chick Fil A's coffee is absolute garbage. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's Thank the you. only thing. How dare you? That is the wait, only thing wait, that Chick Fil A does not excel in. We gotta stop. We've already talked about this before. On this yeah, we have. We, we have. have. We've had we this have. fight. Chick Fil A's iced coffee is pretty good. Okay. No, Chick Fil A's regular good. coffee. The frosted, the frosted horrible. coffee is about the best. as bad as Cracker Barrel's grits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've talked about that on here too. Yeah, uh, we need. Stop I love about grits though. So like, okay. I think we know you do. We know you do, dude. We know you do. You ever had cheese grits from Chapman's? Yes, they're actually good. Those those are no boy. Nope. Those nope. are next level. Nope. Dude, I was in this place in Florida just driving from uh like basically to like Jacksonville. And there's this whole I looked up like restaurants, like food places, and it's like 
try this uh, Tammy's Tammy's seafood. And I was like, okay, it's got 4.8 stars. I pull up to a trailer with a lady yes. and her two kids in there. And I was yes. just like, what's the best thing you got on the menu? She's like, I like my grouper, my soft shell crabs. That's the best. And I was just like, mm. give me some soft shell crabs Shoot, and some grouper. Man. And throw in a side of tater tots. <laughs> greatest greatest Did they seafood. Have hush puppies? Oh, dude. They're... Did you get the hush puppies? I paid $32 for my own personal self, and I bought nut. Like, that's it. So good. Savannah didn't eat. It was just Those me. Those little off the wall joints. Dude, it was that's a hole in the wall. Food. Yeah, that's. The, I'll that's never find it again. Stuff. It's in There's heaven a, by there now. There used to be this place in uh, Maryville that was amazing. I forgot what it was called. Okay. We're so here. good. It was like this little guy's kitchen, and he just. You'd go in there and, and he'd the make you places. like some old down to earth food. Turns out it was a giant mon- money laundering. Oh no! Thing, <laughs> but the food was amazing. Hey, it's like that Cuban place in Maryville. That place is the bomb. yeah. Well, I I can't stand Cuban food, but yes. All right, all right. Whatever. Okay, let's get into it. Yeah, let's do this. Let's, let's get into this. it. Stop talking about food. Get right. to the word. Getting hungry. To the real point. food. Genesis. The food for your soul. You, we got to give them time to read. We got to give them time to read. Time to read. Okay, today we're reading Genesis 32 and 33. We're picking up the pace. Not really. This was just on the schedule. Okay, you ready? <laughs> Three, two, one. Read your Bible. Wonderful, 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 wonderful. So good. Oh, yeah. So good. That's the action. <laughs> that was the best. The action. Did he, did he catch that <laughs> MMA fight right there in the middle? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go. Genesis chapter 32. Oh, so remember, um, not too long ago, Jacob, Esau, brothers. Okay. In a they, clash for war over it, the family. Over the family blessing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The, the, um, the, the blessing. So Jacob got the blessing. Because he was he kind saw, of um, he was kind of deceptive, got in there, sure, stole, sure. stole the blessing. Even though um, Esau sold his birthright for some food, That's what I was about to say, yeah, for some of that grouper over at Sally Mae's <laughs> that, yeah. trailer. Dude, or, it was it, awesome. Honestly, it was probably pals. Yeah, <laughs> he, he sold sold it for us. some Frenchie for yeah. us. And then, what's the ham one? The chipped ham. The chipped ham. Oh, he gosh, sold his dude. birthright for some chipped <laughs> so ham. Good. Okay, so so then. Um, Jacob also steals the blessing, and Esau, mad, hates his brother, tries mm-hmm. to murder him. Yeah, tries yeah, to murder him. him. So Rebecca, their mom, is like, "Hey, um, Jacob, you know I don't want you to marry a, a, a woman like, like, um, like Esau. Esau married, mm-hmm. right? So I'm going to send you off to my brother Laban. You can work with him, find you a wife. What a be time safe, that was. Be away from Esau. So yes, we we read he about him. Wife. Two yes, wives. He found <laughs> many wives. He found a wife. <laughs> um, then he actually married her sister. Then he actually married the woman he wanted to marry. And then some, then some women that were servants. And then some servants. Yep. And then yep. Um, on and on. Laban Laban changed his wages. Just messed with them a lot. Yeah. Um, but he grew in in prosperity and wealth as as God was faithful to him. Didn't let Laban mess him up too bad. Yep. And last week we talked about. Jacob fleeing from Laban, taking his mm-hmm. his wives Laban and his rolling. servants and his livestock and his kids and everybody and fleeing, going back to Canaan. Based on a vision he received from God, and God told him to go back to Canaan, mm-hmm. to his land, to his family, to his brother, to his dad, all that kind of stuff. So he's going back now. And we pick up here in the first part of chapter 32, and Jacob goes on his way. And first thing, boom, God sends some angels. <laughs> He's like, whoa, 
Here's the angels, right? Jacob saw them. He's like, this is God's camp. This is God's The angels camp. are here. They're hanging out. We're going to make a camp. <laughs> so he names it. Name it a name. He names it Mahanaim. 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 Which means two camps. <laughs> That's it. Two camps. Two camps. And uh, two two camps actually comes into play two paragraphs down. So Jacob sends messengers on ahead. He's like, hey, go find my brother Esau. Mm-hmm. Tell him we're coming. Right? Tell him, hey, I went over here to Laban. Laban played me all this ways, you know, got some wives, so on and so forth. He, he, played, he, he's played, like, he got played. Yeah, like he, he got played. played. <laughs> Esau in a way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. More or less. So he got, he got deceived. He got messed up by Laban. He fled Laban. He's like, go ahead, find Esau. Tell him I'm coming back. However, tell him I have all these livestock. He's like, tell him I have oxen and and camels and all this stuff, right? I'm I'm prosperous. Um, So I got all this stuff. Basically saying, like, hey, I'm coming back. I got all this stuff. You can can have it, though. It's like a peace offering. Yeah. Like a little bit of reconciliation trying to go on there. What? Well, and then then what happens is I, I love this part. It's probably my favorite. It's just like. So he's like, "Hey, hey, brother, um, I'm coming back. I'm coming back, man. I'm, I'm, op- I'm open. I'm open that you are happy to see me." And then he goes, "My 400 men. We came to your brother Esau, and he's coming to meet you. And there are 400 men with him." <laughs> <laughs> like, then oh Jacob gosh. was greatly afraid and distressed. <laughs> yeah, obviously, the oh, last crap. time, the last time he saw his brother, he, he was trying to murder him, <laughs> and he was he hated I'm bringing him. 400 men with like, me, boy. He's like, "Go tell my brother I'm coming back, and I have all these livestock." And they come back there. Listen, he's, he's bringing, bringing 400 guys with him. <laughs> he's bringing an army. We got a problem. Dude, he looked mad. He's going to kill you. <laughs> he's coming for. He, he said, he said, meet him on the playground at lunch. <laughs> he's bringing 400 guys I'm with him. I'm going to take your lunch money. So, oh, so Jacob was really afraid. And what did he do? He divided the people that were with him and the flocks and the herds and the camels into, to- wait for it. Two camps. Two camps. Whatever it is. Mahanaim. Mama Oh my god. So yes, two camps. He divides his people. Um so just think about that, right? He had so many people with him. Servants and kids and wives and and that he split them completely into two camps and he splits them even more later on. So he thinks he why does he does this? Because he thinks if Esau comes to the one camp and attacks it, then the other camp can escape. Exactly. Basically he's not gonna wipe out all of us. Right. Even though he's got four hundred guys. Right. They're gonna be taken up with this camp, one this other camp can be get in away. Trouble, but the other side's right. gonna be all right. Exactly. Um so basically, uh the old bait and switch method, he's gonna <laughs> use the the two camps there. Um and Jacob says he he basically prays to God. I love this part. Yeah. He mm-hmm. he he prays to God. He calls out to God. And, and I'm just going to read this prayer. I think it's beautiful. He says, Oh, God of my father Abraham and God of my father Isaac, O Lord, who said to me, Return to your country and to your kindred that I may do you good. I am not worthy of the least of all the deeds of steadfast love and all the faithfulness that you have shown to your servant. For with only my staff I crossed this Jordan, and now I have become two camps. Please deliver me from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him that he may come and attack me, the mothers with the children. But you said, I will surely do good and make your offspring as the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered for multitude. So so Jacob, fearing his brother, splits his people into two camps, and then he just cries out to the Lord. Yep. And I love this because you see 
sometimes in, in Abraham's life and you saw sometimes even in Isaac's life mm-hmm. um, when they doubted God's faithfulness to be with them. When God would say, hey, go forth from here, go from mm-hmm. here to here, and I will be with you. And then they do something stupid. And then stupid they do something bit, stupid yeah. because they yeah. doubt it. They always, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like it always Try seems to, to lead to sin. Exactly. They're like, I, I think I can take care of this my own way. Exactly. By doing doing this. this Just typically, a major theme typically of the Typically by saying, oh, my wife's my sister. But, um, <laughs> it's usually about the same that time. Was yeah, the party time line. Thing, exactly. That was the party so, line, yeah. Um, <laughs> but Jacob doesn't do that. No. Instead, he trusts God and just calls out to him and, and says, God, I am afraid. You know, this is tough. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother's coming. I know last time I talked to him, he wanted to kill me. But you have told me to go to Canaan. You have told me to go back home. And then you said, um, he says, and you said, I will surely do you good and make your offspring as the sand of the sea. So he trusts God, God's faithfulness. He trusts mm-hmm. God's promise, calls out to him, continues on. Even though he's stressed out. Forward. And Actually, he, he doesn't. He stays there. But, yeah, but either way, like, he trusts him. Yeah, he trusts God. And then he's just like, hey, man, um, all right, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get some gifts, you know, get some things kind of all piled up for my brother in 13 through 16. And then he's just like, and then he sends the people and, uh, his servants to bring them to Esau. He says, when mm-hmm. Esau, my brother meets you in 17 and asks you to whom do you belong? Where are you going? And, and whose are these ahead of you? Then you shall say they belong to your servant, Jacob. They're present sent to my Lord Esau and moreover, he is behind us. He likewise instructed the second and the third. So he sends his dudes ahead and he's like, call him Lord, man. Like, like get, get his name yeah, up there. To, he's your trying to servant send gifts Jacob. and stuff yeah. ahead. So like that way, maybe if Esau is a little irritated mm-hmm. then maybe that'll be like, I like okay. too how, how he does it. So like he, he gives them, I mean, he gives them a ton of stuff. Yeah. 200 female goats and 20 male goats, 200 ewes and 20 rams, 30 milking camels and their calves, four, 40 cows and 10 bulls. 20 female donkeys and 10 male donkeys. That's a lot of dang livestock. And then like each, between each one, he would have them space way out mm-hmm. between each group of animals. So like you imagine Esau's coming to Jacob and he's like, runs up on, you know, it's like 250 massive camels. And he's like, <laughs> These are yours, wow. Bro. And they're like, Jacob, this is Jacob's gift to my Lord Esau. <laughs> 250 camels. Your and servant. He's like, Your servant, And he's Jacob. like coming, he's coming to Jacob and he's like, Okay, like, <laughs> puts the camels in his caravan and keeps on walking. Comes up to two hundred fifty donkeys. He's like, "These are from your servant Jacob to my lord Esau." He's like, "Okay," but, adds the donkeys to his caravan. Keeps on trekking. But what's crazy is too, he does this two and three times. So he has mm-hmm. that yeah, much exactly. So what's that like? Multiply it by three. <laughs> like it's just wild. Oh man, he gives him so much. He's got a lot. And I get. I mean, I'm not. I don't know exactly how many, just because. Of the way they counted things are a little bit different. So, like, wh- it, what exactly is a drove? A drove? Yes. I feel I like don't it's know. a large amount. Like a drove. I like, to me, I, I took that to mean, like, each different, like, the 200 female goats and 20 male goats were a drove, and he sent those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the 200 ewes yeah. and 20 rams, he sent those as a drove. But that's just how I read it, so I yeah. don't know. But he sent a lot of livestock to yes. Esau. Yes, he did. Yes. A lot of them. Um, then, so so he sends he sends them ahead, and then what happens? And then we see Jacob hang out that same night. He rose and he took his wives and his two female servants and his eleven children, and he crossed the ford of the Jabbok. 
He took them and sent them across the stream and everything else that he had. And Jacob was left alone. Okay. First of all, I want to set the setting for where this actually happens. Jacob sends his family across, Mm -hmm. okay, the stream there. And he is alone. And it's dark. It's nighttime. So keep that in your head when this goes on. So then a man wrestled with him until the breaking of the day. It's a long time to be wrestling. When the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he touched his hip socket, and Jacob's hip was put out of the joint as he wrestled with him. Then he said, Let me go, for the day has broken. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. And he said to him, What is your name? And he said, Jacob. Then he said, Your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God and with men and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him, Please tell me your name. But he said, Why is it that you ask my name? And there he blessed him. So Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, saying, For I have seen God face to face, and yet my life has been delivered. Thank you. So a man shows up, wrestles with Jacob. Mm -hmm. So Jacob wrestles with God. I mean that's that's what the you know the title's not inspired we know that that right. wasn't added until like the 16th right. century but um, Jacob wrestles with God mm-hmm. and, and and we know that this is a man yeah it's a man it's not a spirit right so once more I mean we've talked about it a couple times through Genesis but this is most likely the pre-incarnate Christ mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it is the the second of the the second person of the Trinity mm-hmm. that is man that is God, yes. Uh, I was just gonna say too, like, whenever he wrestles with him, basically he. Did you guys have the Hosea passage pulled up? I didn't. You did mm-hmm. not. No. Okay. So in Hosea, Go for it. Hosea twelve verse four, it says this about Jacob: He strove with the angel and prevailed. He wept and sought his favor. He met God at Bethel, and there God spoke with us. So. The way that uh, Matthew Henry had done it in his commentary, or he talked about it, was whenever David or whenever Jacob—I'm sorry—I talked about David earlier. Whenever Jacob is ta- is wrestling um, with this figure, this man, Matthew Henry had explained that it wasn't like he was fighting him with strength, because obviously that's not it. But he wept and he was praying, and it wasn't that he he fought him until the day, but it was he was wrestling with him and he was didn't his faith didn't break it wasn't that his faith broke. he wept and prayed all night while being wrestled with this person so it wasn't like he won a battle of strength against right this man right but it was by his faith continued until the morning and that's why i thought the setting was cool to think that oftentimes when you're really um in your thoughts and and possibly being caught up in your own sin and in conviction and um, just wrestling with God, mm-hmm. as we would say today, yes. mm-hmm. that you spent time wrestling with God in prayer and with convictions and, and confession and all the various things. You know, you you see Jacob alone at night mm. um, when he when he is just alone with God um, and just wrestling with with what he has gone through. You know what he. Um, how he how he experienced God at Bethel, but but we talked about in that episode that he wasn't necessarily um, faithful to the covenant mm-hmm. that God made with Isaac and Abraham. Mm-hmm. That he Jacob, you could just tell. I mean, was was caught up in 
kind of his own way of viewing things. Yeah. But we see here that he wrestles with God. He truly does. And um and 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 he submitted God. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he got him in an arm bar. You said that, and I was like, "Oh my god!" No, he definitely did not do that. Nobody like, oh would ever word. submit God. That's what I was like. Oh my word! Well, that's what I'm saying. It obviously that that's it's not a strength match, right? Yes. That he beat God in. Yes, exactly. Yes. Funny his joke faith tonight, endured into the morning while wrestling with God, and then God uh, blessed him, like you said. And then what he like he was limping or something like that, and so because. Why God it says in like thirty two. Therefore, to this day, the people of Israel do not eat the sinew of the thigh that is on the, his socket. But there was some the sort of, I mean, physical. Yes, there was wrestling a as well because because he, um, you know, his his hip was touched and yes. and was affected. Mm-hmm. And you know what's funny is so there says, was a physical aspect, but it wasn't like he like knocked God out. Exactly. Yes, right. It wasn't right. McGregor versus right. Exactly. Like, Habib like. But, like, I found this really interesting, too. It talked about how it says, therefore, to this day, the people of Israel do not eat the sinew of the thigh. And what's funny about that is you never see that ever again, ever spoken about in any of the laws, ever in the Bible, ever again. But it's like they don't do this, and it's like, that's really interesting that they would never talk about it again. Right. I also found it interesting that that Pinyol, what he names um, the place there, the the name of the place where he wrestled with God um, is the face of God. That's what Pinyol means, the face of God. So he called it that place because he says, for I've seen God face to face, and yet my life has been delivered. So we really had an encounter with mm-hmm. the living God. Yeah. Obviously, we know he didn't see God manifested in all of his glory before him because nobody could see that and live. Yeah. We read that in the rest of Scripture. Even you know God tells Moses that he can't see him. Mm-hmm. If he passes, like exactly. he'll, he'll look at the what the back of his robe, right? So, um, so we see that nobody can look at God in all of His glory and live. So that's not exactly what He's doing when He says God to face to face. But He had an encounter with Him, and He wrestled, and mm-hmm. and He He, you know, came to conviction and confession. And we see here, I think, really a change in Jacob. Yeah. To to say this is not only the God of my father Abraham, the God of my father Isaac, but my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, God to me, the one true God. It's a much different change from Bethel. Exactly. Exactly. So in 33. Yep. So in 33, go. then Esau he actually meets up. up with Esau. Jacob lifted his eyes and behold, Esau was coming 400 men with him. So once more, he, he fears Esau. Mm-hmm. He's still afraid. He doesn't know what's going on. So he defi- he divides his children among Leah and Rachel and the two ma- female servants. And he put the servants with their children in the front. Okay, poor Jacob reveals all of his priorities and who he cares about the most here in how he orders these people. Yep. So he takes his two female servants and their children. He puts them straight in the front. Like, you're going you're gonna to find Esau first. You'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> then he takes Leah, the first woman he married. Her that children. was a deception from Laban. Um, and, and her children puts them behind the servants. And then he's like, okay, Leah or Rachel, you're going to. You're going to hang back here. Rachel. All the way in the back. (laughs) He puts Rachel and Joseph last of all, which I think is interesting, too, because you see his how much he cares for Joseph. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Which plays a pivotal part in the rest of. That might show, too. I mean, imagine you're you're with your father. You guys all feel like you're about to die. And at that last moment, you see your dad make sure that he is taken care of most of all. Exactly. And then you see actually later in the story what happens and you're like you're good and you're like 
what the heck? So no wonder his brothers are like jealous. Didn't like him. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, they're like, dude, yeah. he sucks. <laughs> yeah. Because he was, yeah, exactly. Um, so, so you see that happen. Um, and then, and then he himself went before them, before the, all of them, bowing himself to the ground seven times until he came near to his brother. But Esau ran to meet him and embraced him and fell on his neck and kissed him. And they wept. What a beautiful reunion wow. mm-hmm. of these two brothers who last time we saw them together, there was hatred. There was, yep. was, there, no was bueno. yeah, there was there was a threat of murder. Yep. But this beautiful reunion of, of Esau, the man who was deceived and, and who realized, I think, later in his life that he messed up. Yeah. How much he, mm-hmm. he didn't prize what he should have. Right. Um, you know, we, we read, I, th- I believe it's in Hebrews, talks about Esau um, realizing later in, li- in life that he messed up, that he shouldn't have sold his birthright, but that he never came to repentance. He never found repentance. Um, so we see, but we do see him, obviously his attitude changed towards his brother Jacob. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so he comes up, he hugs him, kisses him. They wept. And they're together again. 21 years. 21 years. So that's what it says. They said they wept because after 21 years of trouble, troubling separation, old memories were wiped away and the murderous threats belonged to the distant past. Hearts have been changed. Brothers reconciled. Mm. And imagine, too, when Esau, after seeing his brother for the first time in so long and hugging him, looks up and there's all these women and children. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's what he, the first thing he says. He says, who are these with you? And Jacob said, the children whom God has graciously given to your servant. Amen. Mm-hmm. The children God has graciously given to your servant. So he, so he introduces them. Basically, he introduces um, Esau to all of the servants and their children and Leah and her children and then Joseph and Rachel. In the end, and Esau says, what do you mean by all of this company that I'm at? And Jacob answered, to find favor in the sight of my Lord. But Esau says, I have enough, my brother. Keep what you have for yourself. So he's like, he's still what? in that he's servant like, need He, he basically says, brother, how have you been? And he's like, who are all these people? He's like, you know, meeting all his wives and all his, all his children. And then the very next thing he says, like, why in the world did you send me so many camels and goats and oxen? <laughs> I don't need this, dude. Yeah. I, I've, I've got, got plenty. I'm, I'm doing all them. right. You I'm keep doing all right them. for myself. It's for you, my lord. That's what he said. <laughs> it's like still trying to make sure that he's good. Exactly. He's like, your servant. And I'm sure, especially after his interaction with God, having come before God and, and realized that he was not right before God, mm-hmm. Jacob, mm-hmm. as he wrestled before him, I'm sure after that he recognizes, too, that his deception of his brother wasn't correct. Yeah. yeah even though even though we that. know that was God's will for Jacob to receive the birthright and the promise yeah. and to, to, to Jacob be the one through which the, the promised line would flow. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he did his, he sinned against his brother and his family and the way that he gained uh, that, that was not correct. So we see that. Um, so he's, he's trying to earn this favor back from his brother. Um, so, so yeah, Jacob says, um, he says, Esau, yeah, Esau says, I have enough. Keep keep what you have for yourself. And Jacob says, no, please, if I have found favor in your sight, then accept my present from my hand, for I have seen your face, which is like seeing the face of God, and you have accepted me. What do you think he means there by seeing, it, it's like seeing the face of God? Any ideas? 
I know to me, like when I read it, especially after thinking through his his wrestling with God, mm-hmm. to me it's like the face of forgiveness. Mm. Right? So like he, he wrestles with God and, and receives forgiveness and mercy and grace from God, even though he didn't honor him as God sure. in the beginning of his life, even at Be- even even up to Bethel. And at Bethel he didn't, you know, personally take God as his God. It was the God of his father, the God of Isaac, the fear of Isaac we talked about last week. Mm. But now we see him wrestle with God, come before God, and come face to face with him, and, and he is his God. Yeah. We see that. So so he receives forgiveness and mercy and grace from God. Now he meets his brother, who he was afraid of, who wanted to kill him, and his brother has forgiven him. Yeah, He comes, and he, he hugs him, and he loves well, him. That makes and so sense. it's almost like seeing the face of God in that he sees true forgiveness. Right, yeah. Because, I mean, it says right there, though, it says, for I have seen your face, which is like seeing the face of God, and you have accepted me. Exactly. So they both have accepted Jacob. Exactly. You know, I mean, that makes sense to me. Yep. Then Esau says, let us journey together on our way, and, and I'll go ahead of you. But Jacob said, you know, my children are frail, and the, the flocks and the herds are are a lot to care for, and they've been driven hard, and if we go too much further, they're going to die. Right. So let me just take it slow. You go on ahead. We'll go to Succoth. Yeah. Esau <laughs> says, okay, I'm going to go on. Leaves out. And so Jacob and his crew kind of slow down, take it slow. And Jacob came safely eventually to the city of Shechem, which is in the land of Canaan. So he made it. He made it back to Canaan where God told him to go. On his way from Padan Aram, and he camped before the city, and the sons of Hamor, Shechem's father, uh, from the sons of Hamor, he bought for a hundred pieces of money the piece of land on which he pitched his tent. He's like, here, bro, here's 100 monies. Give me this land. (laughs) And they're like, okay. And there, what did he do? He erected an altar and called it El Olehe Israel. I probably butchered that. but God, the God of Israel. God, the God of Israel. So cool. Cool. So we see him there. I mean, he he he's been, you know, he's gotten through this massive trial, like this thing yes. that he was super n- nervous about. Something he can like reflect on always is just like being able to look back and be like, you know what? I was so nervous at that time that I was going to be wiped out, but I I trusted in God's promise. Yep. I prayed to God, and what what did I receive? I received something that I did not expect at all. I mean, yes. I, my brother right. wept with me. Oh my gosh. Oops. Hunter just broke his microphone. Look at you, Hunter. I don't know why this fell. As I popped off that little, oh, accidentally popped the thing off. That's weird. But then this fell. Okay. <laughs> so I have no idea. Well, that's the end of the episode. There we go, Hunter. You. That was the finale. Um, wait, nope, actually, nope, I wanted to add, too. I, I think it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> got to reshoot the whole thing. I think it's cool, too, that he names the altar God, the God of Israel. Knowing, you know, us having read the Bible before, know that Jacob is renamed Israel. Mm-hmm. And so God, the God of Israel, the, his oh, God. Oh, right, right. You know, after we see him wrestle with God and come to claim that God is he his is. own, yeah, right. that he's come face to face with him. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and we see him go, you know, later on to Bethel and make another altar, fix what he did there with the little, what do you do, a memorial or something like that? Stack of rocks. Stack of rocks. Um, so, so yeah. So that's it for this week. We hope that was beneficial to you. Hope you got something for that. Good job, Levi. Um, from that, just think about think about what it means to wrestle with God. Have you wrestled with God? Have you come before him in in, in conviction and confession, um, realizing that we're not correct? We need to confess ourselves to God and rest, really right. wrestle with what he calls us to do. Um, so with that, we'll see you next week.
We love you guys. Hope uh, this is beneficial to you. Connect with us on Average Joe Theology on Facebook and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcasting platform. Let's go.